Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The first missionary ever to go to the foreign field from American shores was a man named Adoniram Judson. The details of Adoniram Judson's life are fascinating, and I highly recommend Judson biographies like To the Golden Shore, Devoted for Life, and The Life of Adoniram Judson, written by his son. Adoniram Judson and his wife, Anne, sailed for Burma on February 19, 1812 exactly two weeks after their wedding day and 13 days after he was ordained to the mission field. He was 23 years old and she was 22. It took a great deal of persuading to get pastors, churches, and people to support this project. The concept of missions was unknown to the people of America in the early 1800s. But the first person who had had to be persuaded was Adoniram himself. Adoniram Judson grew up in a pastor's home. His dad was the pastor of several congregational churches in Massachusetts. He was pastoring in Malden, Massachusetts, when Adoniram was born in 1788. And by the time Adoniram went off to college in 1804, his father was pastoring a congregational church in Plymouth, Massachusetts. While he was in college, Adoniram became close friends with a very likable, talented, witty fellow student named Jacob Eames. Jacob Eames was a deist who was skeptical of everything that the Christian faith taught. He introduced Adoniram to the party life and to the ways of the world. He began to turn Adoniram against his parents' faith. He persuaded Adoniram to explore new ideas, new philosophies, new experiences, to not be boxed in by the principles he'd been raised on. This all sounded very tempting to Adoniram, and he developed an appetite to see what the world had to offer. By the time he graduated college at 19 years old, Adoniram had turned his back on the God of his youth. He returned to Plymouth where his parents were and started an academy. He even wrote a textbook. He was attending church where his father pastored, but he never let anyone know that he no longer shared their faith. Inside, he had a restlessness. He felt like there was something out there that he had to find. Finally, Adoniram had an idea. He would travel to New York City and get to know more about plays and acting. Maybe there was a place for him there. He closed his academy on his 20th birthday, and he casually mentioned to his parents one day, that he might do some traveling, maybe visit New York City. Adoniram's mom and dad associated New York with every kind of wickedness possible, and they quickly tried to persuade him to stay in Plymouth and keep on teaching. The conversation grew more and more heated until finally Adoniram exploded, announcing to his parents in great anger that he thought their ideas about God and the Bible were foolish fairy tales. He let them know that his mind was made up. He was going to New York to see what he'd been missing. His dad gave him a horse and Adoniram left Plymouth and traveled west through the state of Massachusetts towards the Hudson River. Meanwhile, his parents were praying fervently that God would show him the truth. Adoniram reached the western Massachusetts town of Sheffield where his uncle lived. He left his horse with his uncle, and he made his way to Albany, New York, where he boarded Robert Fulton's steamship, the Claremont, which would take him 150 miles south on the Hudson River to New York City. He was amazed at the breathtaking sights he saw along the banks of the Hudson. When he finally arrived in New York, he thought all of his dreams were about to come true. He found a team of traveling actors and joined up with them. But it didn't take long for Adoniram to become very disillusioned with the prospects, the lifestyle, and the crowd he was running with. 
Confused and disappointed, one night Adoniram quietly slipped away, boarded the Claremont, and traveled back up the river to Albany. He retrieved his horse from his uncle's house and made the long journey back to Plymouth. He had no idea what his plan was now or what he would tell his parents. Late into the evening, Adoniram rode his horse through a small village, looking for a place to spend the night. He found an inn, and he asked the innkeeper if he had a room. He said, The inn's pretty full, son. I only have one room, and it's right next to the room of a fellow who's pretty sick, making a lot of noise. Adoniram said, I'm so tired, he won't keep me awake. I'll take that room. But sure enough, as Adoniram tried to get to sleep, the guy next door was crying out in extreme agony, Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God! Not only was the guy keeping him awake, but his cries haunted Adoniram, filling him with terror in his own questions about the Lord and the pursuit of his purpose in life. Finally, Adoniram drifted off to sleep. In the morning, he awoke feeling a little better. As he was leaving the inn, he said to the innkeeper, How'd that guy in the next room make out? He said, Oh, poor fella, he died. Name was Jacob Eames. Jacob Eames? Adoniram's skeptic college roommate. That's the man he'd heard groaning in haunting agony all night. Adoniram got on his horse and rode for home, shaken with having witnessed the horrible death of the man who had turned him away from his childhood faith and wondering if that wasn't God giving him a personal warning shot. His experiences in the five-week trip to New York and back led Adoniram to begin turning his heart to the Lord. He eventually got saved, and then he enrolled in Andover Theological Seminary. It was at Andover that Adoniram Judson met Samuel Mills and his friends from the Haystack prayer meeting. And these friends would help get Adoniram dreaming in a very different direction, the golden shores of Burma. Just three and a half years after returning to Plymouth from New York City, Adoniram Judson and his wife would be sent out as America's first foreign missionaries. God had done a powerful work in the heart of this young man. Christian, God has big things ahead for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.